0: It's Ask TNA Day. On this month's episode, I just moved in with my boyfriend. How do I survive his annoying habits? Then, my girlfriend's stressed and doesn't want to have sex. Help! You're listening
1: to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. Hello! This is episode 130, because sex isn't ever just about sex. It's our Ask TNA episode at the end of every month. If you guys want to get in on it with your questions, (laughs) uh, you can write us at advice at tatalksex.com. We love getting the questions. It's such a... fulfilling experience, actually, to engage with you guys and help you through those hard things.
0: It is. I often have my morning coffee pondering over,
1: for quite a while, (laughs) the issue. As we all know, Valentine's Day is around the corner, and we know how stressful that can be uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for ourselves, for everyone. What do you do for your partner? How do you make them feel special? Um, So we wanted to reach out to all of you, our listeners, to send in the things that you have done or the things people have done for you that you really loved. And we're going to share them on our episode on February 8th with all of you so that we have like a big pile of great ideas that everyone can draw from. Yeah.
0: So if you want to do that, you can email us at advice at TATalkSex.com. You will be helping your fellow man and woman. So
1: um, yeah, yeah. Well, one year I got my boyfriend a pinata. Uh-oh. Um, because we lived near this district with pinatas, and what I did got you fill it with. Oh, um, well, candies, all kinds of fun candies, but his favorite candies, and it was, um, it was like this large, like I bought this giant pinata that filled the backseat of my car. <laughs> I think I remember this. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I posted oh, a funny I photo. Yeah, and was yeah. like, don't tell. Um, but anyway, that's pretty silly. That I'm, will go in the bank. I'm a silly person. So, you know, be true to your personality. Uh, but yeah, um, the advice email is sort of our good, like our, our catch all. So anything you want to write us, you can send to. Uh, yeah. So
0: we do want to hear your story. So get them in uh, in time for the February 8th show. Yeah. Um, Stephanie. Yeah. So I am very excited to announce that my... My sensual massage videos are available right now for just you guys. This is sort of a soft launch, um, and I I want to hear what you guys have to say and and you know what you think about them and you know test a couple things. Um, but I you know I'm really excited about these because it's sensual massage, right? And I feel like we there is an epidemic of a lack of sensuality and i know this because these clients that i've had come in and they they just handle and touch and carry on with sexuality in a way that's very mechanical or thoughtless actually or very stimulation oriented or genital oriented they go for the hot zones and there's an inability to really understand how to caress how to touch and what essential touch really means um i i actually had to uh, tell a client one time he was he was trying to caress me and massage me and it was driving me crazy I'm like I, I, I like I can't you can't touch me <laughs> continue that way yeah no I can't do this I, I very calmly I was like listen I don't. I I need you to touch me in a different way. And, and I said, and I tried to him. I said, your your touch is very hungry, and I need it to be more thoughtful and more attentive. And he was like, thank you very much for explaining that to me because he had no idea. And, and it uh, changed. It instantly. changed immediately. It was Amazing. such a different experience. Um So sensuality is something you can definitely learn. And I, the value of it is that the way I see it is um, it does sensuality is a muscle that allows you to feel with your entire body and your entire being. And it creates a dynamic sexual experience because you're not uh, focused solely on the genitals or the hot spots that one normally is where the brain normally goes. Or what we've been
1: taught to right, do. Right.
0: Totally. So it really is. Uh, and in, the analogy I use is it's it's the difference between playing chopsticks on the piano versus being able to play Bach. So if you can play Bach for your partner, like wouldn't that be amazing? Or Rachmaninoff,
1: and off. Or a favorite of <laughs> <mine>. <laughs> But you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, chopsticks is great. There's a moment for chopsticks, and here that's and where there. you start. And that, great, yeah. But don't stop there.
0: There's right. <laughs> so um, so sensuality does really add a whole other level to sexuality, and I'm so I'm excited to share these videos with you because uh that's a key fundamental thing that i talk about in all the videos is really how to create that experience in the massage in this session um and the other cool thing is that sensual massage is really a different experience than sex you will literally have a different kind of orgasm Ah. because there's such a, a different kind of build and you have the different barriers between giver and receiver that really heightens the experience um so uh that's fun. Yeah. And, and, but yeah, and it's, it adds a different tool to your sexual repertoire. So you find that at, so you can go to stephanieallen.com slash massage and, uh, get in now. This is the early bird special where it's a special 20% off just for you guys, um, for this soft launch. And this is just for a limited time. So, um, uh, uh, yeah I, I, you would love your support you'll be supporting me know that your money's going to a well, good show a our good show cause of
1: the show all of it uh, yeah it helps us yeah. continue what we're doing totally so um, so thanks so go to stephanieallen.com slash massage for that cool I just I, I always like to have my 10 cents 10 cents added <laughs> 2 cents <laughs> not 2 cents but 10 no, cents 10 cents <laughs> yeah because I have a lot to say always uh, no but I, I just think about the times that I've had really positive sexual experiences and then the ones that are negative And I feel like it is because I'm not being touched in a way that I, it's not a fulfilling, rich touch. Um, So anyway, so listening to you talk about it, it just hits home for me. (laughs) Imagine that. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so five minutes of foreplay. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm in a funny place. Um, I, there's someone who has been pursuing me kind of in a more traditional courtship kind of way and going to nice dinners and, uh, and it was all really fun. And then he went on holiday or went on vacation for, for a long stretch and got back. And I texted him saying, you know, welcome back the day that he was back. And he, he replied, of course, but it was sort of this short, like, yes, it's good to be back. I'll follow up shortly or something like really, I don't know, perf, like, uh, generic, maybe. Yeah. Generic, like a perfunctory message, like autopilot from his assistant almost, you know. And, uh, <laughs> and then I didn't hear anything for a while and you guys were communicating pretty regularly before yeah. yeah and we haven't slept together but there was sort of a a lot of like it was handsy mauling in the car right right yes <laughs> <I guess. laughs> christina's car uh, auditions oh yeah i talked about the car <laughs> auditions in the yeah in the earlier episode like whatever two months ago um right lots of car fondling so uh So I was surprised how like upset I was by it. I I was really flummoxed and I and it brought up. I mean, anytime you're kind of left hanging, it brings up so many emotions and you start to project whatever your fears are. And I'm going, oh, my God, did I read it wrong? Did he meet someone on the holiday? Like, why am I not hearing from him? Uh, The truth is, I think he's jet lagged and has a ton of work. At the same time, it makes me go, do I want to be in a relationship with someone that's too busy to connect with me? Or I'm not the first person that he wanted to connect with when he got back? What I think is interesting is hmm. that like, d- like independent of
0: whatever is actually happening with him, yeah. you're being triggered <laughs> in a certain way where yeah. like, all this stuff is coming up that right. you're having to look at.
1: You yeah, know? I do know. <laughs> I do know I was driving over to meet you and you know do this show and it was all there just like this super super blah, blah, uh like acid reflux you know burp coming up of of emotion um and yeah and I was distraught and then I thought I felt embarrassed that I'm putting all my my emotional energy into him like my expectations why am I leaning on him in that way well but that but these are all good things to question though. yeah like all how my am I leaning in- him my hopes and him. dreams. Yeah. Uh, and why would I put all my hopes and dreams in this person? I don't know that well. Uh, right. Exactly. So, yeah. Just, these are valid questions to ask. Yeah. No. So it made me check in with myself mm-hmm. and kind of go, where am I taking care of myself and where am I not? Mm-hmm. And uh, in the meantime, while I'm waiting for the reply, <laughs> you know, come come more center. <laughs> Get the, on your own two feet. Yeah. yeah. The other tidbit that I like to impart, because uh, I gave this advice to a friend and I'm following my own advice. When there's something I want, I'm practicing this year flipping it and, and turning it into a give so I go the oh I want Rule of karma yes I go <laughs> I want this from him and I'm not getting the attention I want I went oh I'll give him attention I'm gonna bring him a gift yeah. or I'm gonna give him some little gift little chocolates or something mm-hmm. uh to say hey I'm thinking about you instead of why isn't he thinking about me right right yep I think that yeah great yeah so yeah that's uh Keep us updated. Thanks. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh. <laughs> well, so I also texted a, a direct message that was teasing and joking that you yeah. know, and he's like, "Oh, I'll call you." So, yeah. but uh, yes, I will update. Ha uh
0: Five minutes of foreplay. I have been having no foreplay. I'm getting ready for this trip, and it's like insane, you guys. I like, like it's insane. Yeah, so I'll we'll um, take care of. Yes, but you did come in in emotional state, and and I've been running around with my head cut off. So, um, so T and I have actually been doing the you know the uh, twenty second or longer hug, like each time we meet and each time we do a
1: show. Yeah, from our Christmas episode. Yeah, and and uh, so that's the foreplay I've been getting. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> no, but T. You're it, welcome. It, it do-
0: you guys, it really has it helps so much.
1: Yeah, I can tell when we it start getting totally frazzled. It calms us down. It's like, hey, let's do. She's like, let's hug. 20 second hug. Yeah. And, uh, and I've owned it. I'm like, hey, I need a hug. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's do it to refocus. Mm-hmm. That's sort of the best way to refocus. I mean, mm-hmm. do some jumping jacks, a little hug, <laughs> and you're back in. So yeah. I encourage everyone to try and find someone that they can do that hug with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: So yeah. are we ready to, to launch in?
1: We are. Gets. Let's get to the questions. Okay.
0: Wait, you had a review, an update on <gasps> oh, thank the you. last Last month's question, right? This is, yes, yes. Okay. This is so
1: cute. So wait,
0: so wait let's explain. So the, in the previous... Um, last
1: month in December, right? our Ask TNA episode, uh, someone wrote in asking about... Um, what we thought about men wearing women's panties. Right. And, and how he should approach it with his wife. Should he approach it um, wanting to play around with this type of arousal? And he was kind of like, is it too weird to mention? Anna? And we kind of said, "Nah, it's not too weird, but here's the approach. right it's because it's different and so you don't want to you know you fear rejection all that stuff so he
0: wrote us with an update
1: yeah it was so cute he wrote us right after so um he said uh i think we referred to him as b on the right yeah b so he said i listened to your advice on the ask tna podcast about my desire to wear panties and it helped validate my thoughts so thanks for that um and then he Proceeded to he wrote his wife that day and uh, and they had an exchange and he sent us the transcript of the, the text conversation which was great and I, I won't read the whole thing but you know he did say I liked his approach and I he just sort of came out with it and he said I have a bit of an idea for you when you find some personal time you know yeah he said it's a bit out there um, you know she's like question mark <laughs> and then uh, and then you know he said what he wanted and. Um, How did, do you, what did he say? Do you want me to, okay. Like that part. Oh, well. uh, The, the fetishy. Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) How did he say that this is the
1: gold nugget? (laughs) Well, he, he said, I want you to think about the harness and Tildo and truly owning me when you're using it. Um, I kind of want to see what it's like to be on my knees in front of you. Um, Something I want to explore. I have no desire to be with a man. I want to do this with you, right? His wife. So, um. So he said, I want you to take your time and really play with that thought in your head. And then um, he said, I, I have one more thing, if it's not too much. Or did I just overwhelm you? And she said, no, you didn't. And he said, OK, so I think the idea of you making me wear some of your panties might turn me on. And then he put in parentheses, yikes. And he said, phew, I said it. Um, and she, of course, was surprised, but, you know, positive mm-hmm. and uh, and said, I understand. And um, and he said, I'm not sure why it's a taboo. It excites me. And it goes on. Yeah. But I,
0: but I, 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 we wanted to share B's how he bro sorry, broached this with his wife, because I, I think B, you did a really good job. Yeah, you, know, you made the problem the solution. And we're honest with your discomfort with it. And um, kudos to both of you, because I, like kudos to her for being so open and sweet and embracing of you and your needs and your interests and And your ability to really communicate that with her. That was great.
1: Yeah. So his little button was, so I guess you could say it went well. Thanks for the courage to make this conversation happen. Um, How's that for an immediate reaction from your podcast? (laughs) So cute. Thank you for letting us know that it went well. Hilarious and fantastic. Um, I certainly even things that are maybe less taboo, but I feel embarrassed about asking. It's so true when you say it and and then you just add, I'm embarrassed at the end of the statement. It's so liberating because then the person knows where you are emotionally. Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for some new questions this week. Okay.
0: So let's take a break. Oh yeah, we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're going to get into this moving in issue. Uh, this whole I've moved in with my boyfriend. How do I, how do I get over his annoying habits? Right. Well, we'll look at what that means when when we come yeah. back. Uh, so you can join the conversation on social media at ask. Uh, sorry,
1: <laughs> at ta talk sex, and yeah, and uh, write us at advice at ta talk sex with either. Uh, questions that you have for the next month's show and or also uh, the Valentine's Day suggestions that have worked for you guys. Um, and we'll make sure to read those on the 8th. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. i I'm T. And I'm A. <laughs>
0: Okay, so question number one. Yeah. Okay, here we go. So D writes in. She says, Hi, TNA. I've been dating a guy for six months. It's gotten really serious and we recently moved in together. While the relationship in general is really great, we keep running into incompatibilities In living together, small stuff, like he leaves his wet towel on the bed or leaves his shoes right in the middle of the walkway. Or the most annoying thing is he leaves the kitchen a mess. I feel like I'm constantly picking up after him and I take it as a disrespect. I mentioned this all to him, but he says he doesn't want to feel constrained, that he wants to be comfortable in his home. What do I do to make us peaceful again? I feel like this is all killing our connection. And most worrisome is I'm afraid it means we're not compatible after all. Any suggestions or help would be great.
1: Challenging. <laughs> <laughs> I've dealt with some of that myself. Yeah, I mean, we all have. And it's so funny because I've had this conversation, you know, around the dinner table once. I actually am remembering at Thanksgiving with my some of my family members. And I remember my uncle and aunt I mentioned that issue, and what like 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 I I, yeah like I was living with my partner, and I said, you know, I'm I've been working on just acceptance. Like I was actually Mm -hmm. at the time working on that. Like, hey, maybe this which which things are deal breakers, which are real problems, and which are just me being anal retentive, and and maybe I'm disrespectful for, you know, not letting him fill space too. So I mentioned all that, and almost immediately it inflamed. Not inflamed, but my I think my aunt said triggered. something. Yes, it triggered my aunt who said, oh, yeah, you know, I hate it when he comes in and just throws his stuff on whatever the dining room table, right. uh, you know, and or maybe it was the other way around. He would come in and throw his stuff on the dining room table and she's like, OK, I keep that area clean. How right. can you put yourself there? And, you know, her eyes twitching. <laughs> and then and then they immediately inflamed. Um uh, they immediately inflamed over the whole issue and they both started to almost bicker about it. And I was like, uh, whoops, like I didn't mean to cause that fight. So it's just amazing how sensitive everyone is around that. I don't know anyone who doesn't have these sort of trigger issues.
0: Yes. Okay. I mean, it makes sense that... the <laughs> Uh, yes it it, it it makes sense to me that home it, like living together issues uh, like these small little things they are small true but not and probably insignificant in the long run and and you guys will get through them but um but it, it, I think it is important well it, if I think it feels so important because our home space I feel is is very representative of like basically our mind and our internal space and so if something's not right, Um, in our home space, it sort of hits very deeply on an internal level and it's like, something's wrong. Um, But I I think a lot of this has to do with communication.
1: Yeah. Can I ask also, I think that giving, acknowledging that you've just moved in together, like you're saying, you're merging those two spaces. And so there is going to be adaptation. Right. Yeah. I think it is looking at, What's funny is the towel thing triggers me. Yeah. I hate wet towels on the bed. I, I sort of am going to side with her on the sense of like I have to check myself and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 Who, why? Like that's going to make the bed blanket damp. Right. I mean, even, you know, I have a roommate now or housemate. And, uh, and I remember I snapped at him about the recycling, which he actually addressed it and adapted. Right. And now we have a nice little recycling system.
0: Yeah, I mean, I th- I think the number one solution that's going to work here is communication. Because I think a lot of us, I know I've done this where you let these things fester and boil and you like t- or try to convince yourself you can handle it or that it's not a big deal or it's not bothering you or that you, you judge yourself for even being concerned about it. But um, I think it would really help to share how, you, how it makes you feel with him so that it's not just like don't do that and, which is sort of nagging but more like listen when you leave the kitchen a mess it really makes me feel disrespected because I've spent all this time cleaning it and I feel like you're disrespecting my time to go do something else and who wants to be in the kitchen cleaning all the time you know but yeah. to really be honest with, with your feelings about that and I feel like that can create a more open dialogue Situation,
1: yeah. I think we forget to add the why to things, right? Or the because. Like, you can say, "Do not leave your towels there," right? And if you just leave it there, it's it's like because you you know you're crowding my space, and it's like no, please don't leave the towels there. You know, it upsets me because it whatever makes because sometimes I go yeah,
0: yeah, and sometimes I go to sit on the bed to put my shoes on, and I'm sitting in wet sheets or whatever it is i don't know yeah i mean you're right and or that's like, like a minor issue but
1: yeah. but yeah it's it's yeah it's checking in on on those things and i think owning it as well not brushing it aside because you think it's petty um honoring yourself to share that something that comes up for me from this story two things uh one is that i remember when i moved in something that bothered me with my partner was shelving And actually like where we put our clothing and really making sure that that was half and half. And I remember him sort of taking a shelf that I felt was a little presumptuous, kind of in the shared space area. And I thought, why did you feel entitled to take that shelf? (laughs) Did you ask him? I I think in the end I asserted, you know, that we needed to share the shelving and that I felt I felt it was uneven. Yeah. But um, maybe even now I would do it a little more. Like you're saying, maybe even asking and saying, you know, I would feel better if we right. if we had that. And of course, he he adapted to it. So I think the power of asking and using your words the minute you feel it festering. Sometimes you don't notice, and then right. you think, "I hate this person." Right? Because because she mentioned D was saying, you know, are we compatible? And I, I go, well, look, these little things I don't think should become representative of larger problems in your relationship. Uh, what what I mean is. I don't think that they necessarily should merge. Like, hopefully there aren't bigger problems and these little things shouldn't become the bigger problems.
0: Yeah, they don't have to. Well, you're right. I mean, who knows what's what's to come. But... But I mean, acknowledge that this is a new level in relationship and relationships are there to challenge and throw our issues in our face. That's like a really our, good point. Like a person is a mirror. So now you're even more intense and more accurate and reflective mirrors for each other. So that is going to be uncomfortable for a while until you guys adjust and create new ways to cope. Yeah. And, so, and
1: new t- patterns.
0: Right. Exactly. Um, one thing. Yeah.
1: One. No, th- go ahead. Oh, what? No, you're just you're hitting on a really good point about your assumption that what they did was offensive or wrong. But if you take a moment to look at yourself and go, why am I being triggered? I mean, that's a big thing. Why am I being triggered by this? Is it really as dramatic as I'm feeling?
0: Yes. And um, something else is also um, d- sort of if, if you have the moment like like you with the with the uh, shelving situation to be able to like kind of take a step back and look at it bird's eye view, not take it personally, but really understand. It's like, huh, that's interesting. That's a, you can see the issue swarming in the other person <laughs> like, oh, like he feels maybe he feels uh, um entitled to that shelf because deep down he really has some insecurity issues or he's uh, he hasn't been he's had to fight for things and he hasn't been given them or I, I don't know but there's oh, something yeah. going on there you know and so to be aware that hey other people have issues too and they're wounds actually so mm. to to sort of see it from this compassionate place rather than this attacking because I'm not getting what I think I need or, or want or whatever you know well so said. to detach it and not be not take it personally can
1: I share a little anecdote? Sure. <laughs> uh, I will say my long-term partner, I feel like I've shared, anyway, he has this weird <laughs> habit um, where he would, like if he was blowing his nose, oh. he'd blow his nose and he'd he'd be walking from the, we lived in an open loft space at the time. So he'd walk from the bedroom area to the kitchen and maybe, for example, just drop the tissue. What? <laughs> on the floor. No.
0: Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you back up a second? He would blow his nose at point A. Uh-huh. On his way to point B,
1: strolling, just and, toss it and just
0: toss it on like, the hardwood floor. No, <laughs>
1: uh, and I and I remember <laughs> becoming inflamed. And I think in my family, by the way, we the way we deal with things is we will there the family will do this little snippy thing that kind of shames you or something, right? And I was about to do it, right? <laughs> I was about to snap at him, and then I thought, why doesn't he care? How could he not care? It's on the floor. I mean, I'm not a <laughs> like super. Like a rag. Yeah, I'm not a super tidy person, but like I'm clean. You know what I mean? I'm like messy, but clean. Anyway, so it was all going. All this stuff was like riled inside of me. And then I went, wait a minute. What if I just didn't care either? And And actually, if I'm the only one who cares and I'm passing the tissue anyway, maybe I'll just pick it up. Maybe I'll pick it up and put it in the trash can.
0: That's very interesting.
1: Uh, no, but I started doing it. And, and truly, the trigger went away. I wasn't, that was never an issue. I, I right. never, yeah, yeah. and it was and it was like, yeah, I'm the only one who seems to notice it.
0: Because, you're like, yeah, it's just you guys. It's just yeah. the two of you. And, and so, so you so- never brought it up to him? Like you never like even just like casually ask like hey where where does this little habit come from I'm dying to know no I didn't oh my god (laughs) okay
1: I just sort of yeah two things
0: come up since I know you one is I think on one end I'm like kudos baby like that's like you're right it's sort of Buddhism there's no meaning to anything we attach the meaning we want so it's sort of this saying of like well do you want to be happy or do you want to be right you know yeah and yeah and And like letting these things go
1: I thought I could come out with my claws but what is it it's a tissue but yeah
0: right to like create a fight and create tension or you're right and then to just pick up the tissue I, I think that's awesome what a yeah. little thing since I know you and mm-hmm. the relationship I kind of wonder you know because because in the end like there was I think you you, you always did struggle with communication with him and yes and having your voice uh, finding your voice with him and asking for what you needed and so part of me is like is this like a teeny little yellow Microcosm. flag that was just a small representation of the larger issue that ended up being your demise? Possibly. And
1: uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> Where were you when this was happening? Uh, n- no, I, I think that's a profound point. I guess this comes back to the issue of are these little things, are they symbolic of the bigger thing? Um, you know, I, like I said, I shared that example. With my uncle My uncle and aunt. I think it was really petty that they were fighting over the the purse or the coat on the table and to be loving and nurturing, I think is to make your partner comfortable. And how, how could I help them? Well, what do you mean by that? To make them comfortable? like, w- sorry, what I mean is I care about the dining room table being clean, but that's not his priority or right. her priority. Right. So, so I'll hang the coat up as long as he doesn't mind or, you know, doesn't mind me moving it. Now I agree um, I agree with you. Actually, that in my relationship, I could have used my voice in other ways. What I I think that um, you're right to create that parallel, but I I would still stand by my choice with the tissue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um,
0: and <laughs> whoever knew that a tissue could mean so much <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: in my handling of it? But but you're right. Maybe the compromise would have been to acknowledge it and say, "Hey, I don't mind picking them up. I just think it's interesting that that's a habit of yours." Or, or you know, so so keeping a dialogue. But, um, but also being okay with supporting or, you know, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. I think that, like you said, you complimented it at the same time, which is, I think there is truth in, um... You know, a friend was telling us the story about the bell peppers. He had this elaborate bell oh, pepper right. thing with his refrigerator and he would put old bell peppers into one bag and the new bell peppers in another one. And the girlfriend moved in and she was mixing up the bell peppers and he, you know, and he oh. hit a ceiling. Well, yeah, but she
0: was like, I can't do this bell pepper
1: thing. Like if there's like bags up too much and, the, space. Yeah,
0: and, and it's not when he's like, but it was really important to him. Not the, so I don't know how they resolved it, though. Do you do you remember? Like,
1: no, no, it was just I think a- I think he learned to cope. Right. Or he explained himself and maybe she was finally OK with it. You know that I also was triggered by a, a, my now housemate um, has is a little OCD and organizing things. And I would take offense because I felt like he was indicating that I somehow wasn't I don't know like it was like a threaten it was like threatening my intelligence or something
0: or oh right like I'm so tidy and OCD and you're not so there's something like you're
1: inferior yeah or or also entitled to the space like oh because he's like better yeah yeah it was like I I I am and by the way this was me maybe projecting meaning into it and I went you know, I've exhibited you being entitled in other places. It's funny. Entitled came up again for me. Like, well, that's a figure. <laughs> but like, you know, okay, this is a shared common space. Right. Maybe yeah. that's a big problem. Shared common space. And you, you seem to own it more than I do. And that, that bothered me. Right. And I, and I'm going, well, why are you rearranging my things that are in that common space? You know, my things are allowed to be where I want to put them. But I also, I, so this was again, there are, is compromise. And I went, You know what? He wants to organize it. If he wants to take the time to do it, I'm not going to ever take the time to do it. And we can have that conversation. But cool. Cool. I'm going to stop carrying that on my shoulder like a raging chip that's going to snap every time we have any sort of disagreement. Yeah. I mean, I I I think people carrying around a lot of the petty things.
0: Definitely. Definitely. And I think it's interesting. You know, you you mentioned projection. And um, I think it's true. I think we like we project. We're constantly projecting. We are human. We're projectors. And so when our, I, I feel like what's happening here is that our sense of value gets threatened. Like this is kind of maybe what you were talking about in this situation. Yeah. And it's like, and the home space represents our sense of value and self-worth. And when that's being impeded on, it's like we
1: project, <laughs> oh, you know. Yeah, or you're quick to protect. Right. Yeah, that too. Because it's your, yeah, it's like the lion's den.
0: I would, it would bother me though if I, if like in your situation too, where, where he was like moving my personal things. I mean, if I, if I. I can be very particular about my space in the sense of like aesthetically speaking. Mm -hmm. And so if, if I specifically set something there and then he keeps moving it, I it was would, that, that's what was happening. It was a trigger. I would that would be aggravated. Like I don't understand how you don't communicate about these things. No, we did. I we, would be like I would. I, mean, I have to with talk him. with them about no, it. No, I did.
1: I had I had fights with him a few times, and then um, you finally. And then he just wasn't. I com- so he no gave, no, I, in? no. I No. I think that we found a compromise. For example, the the what's technically sort of a storage space he organized to a level of neuroses I could never fathom. <laughs> Well said, (laughs) thank you. And um, and maybe even like the linens closet. There was some rearranging where I thought, (laughs) and it and it aggravated me a little. But then I thought, do I really care? What I how often? So it's like you
0: gave him his space where he could be OCD, and he then he left these other spaces open for
1: well, for example, the one that was non you know non negotiable was uh I had a tampon box by the toilet. And he moved my tampons. And I went on a monologue about my feminist rights. (laughs) And I said, never. (laughs) Don't touch touch my tampon. A woman's tampon. Yes. Unless you bleed. (laughs) Where you find the tampon, the tampon stays. (laughs) And, uh, you know, yeah. And so I think it's knowing which battles are really true to your heart and which ones aren't. And I think that in all of this, right? Okay, we've come up with all these funny examples or real things that trigger us. Um, But at the end of the day, I think it's somewhere in between the two, which is when you're confronted with the thing that upset you, you need to look at it threefold. Why are you upset? Personally, why is it a trigger for you? So where can you work on it yourself? Two, do address it with your partner. Bring it up so that you guys can talk about it. And maybe you discover it's not that important for you because it's more, it's important, more important to, him. to them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like maybe there's a scales weighing and right. you go, wow, you care much more about this than I thought. Right. I In either direction. shake that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and so either way, you're creating a synthesis where you're living together. And if you think about, you know, it's it's a system, if it's a factory, for example, you right. want your factory to run as smoothly as possible. So if you're living together, logistics, and you're just working out the logistics. And I don't think it's about throwing your arms up and saying, we're done. Right. I think you need to have that conversation and stay calm. Yeah. Uh, and
0: I would add to that um, also the element of compassion and and empathy and, and understanding that people have their own triggers and their own. Uh, that all this stuff is very meaningful to them, potentially. Uh, so to see that as like, hey, there may be a wound there, um, as opposed to just launching into attack because you feel attacked.
1: Yeah. Um, now, yeah. if that person won't sit down and have that conversation with you, then maybe you question the relationship. I
0: That's a that's a that's a yes, because it's a red flag of like the much larger issue issue, which is an in a, like a an inability to be open and communicate and. To um, share a space, yeah, and to be in um, what's the, in connection and relation? That's what relationship is. Is, yeah. is like a as a connection, a team, a team effort. Yeah, and also a, a fairly more practical solution is I know that it's really interesting that we can get so inflamed so quickly when these little events happen. So once you're triggered, before we're launching off into him or her, I would suggest uh, taking just like try to create that. 10 second space where you can take a breath or like go walk away or like leave it for the moment and come back to it because I don't think you know engaging when you're in that super inflamed space ever is really
1: ever going to be helpful so try to create that space can I share one like crazy girl story right okay I got crazy Speaking of the linens closet, because you were like, no, but it's very funny because this is this hits on like my projection. Yeah, I walked in and I this is a while ago, right? In working out the logistics of it, and I um I had had a really rough long day at at work, and I was frustrated by the interactions with those people. So I'm pretty sure I brought that into the home, and um and I remember walking to my room, and I mentioned the linens closet (laughs) earlier, and I walked in and there him yeah yeah no I just mean on our show right now i mentioned it so i I walked into my room and i see these blankets on my bed like they were my blankets from the linens closet and i went that motherfucker pulled the blankets out because he didn't like where they were and i was sure of it because that's what he had done it several times before right and and so in a fit of rage i know i never do this i'm always so contained (laughs) well you have your spicy moments oh Yeah, okay. I've been on the other end of them.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, go on. Go on. I want to hear the story. <laughs> I'm, I'm, And it's like late at night. Like, I think he's already asleep. I go into the hallway and I rip, I decide to rip all the linens <gasps> out of the closet and leave them on the floor. No. No. Leave them there for him. Because I said, you know what? If he wants to organize, he can do it to his heart's content. Oh, yeah, so crazy. And I, and I go back in my room and I'm sitting there and I go, and then I hear his door open, like he's going to the bathroom and I go, oh my God. He's going to find them. <laughs> and so he finds them and I, he- I can hear his footsteps. So I hear him standing and I hear him kind of stop. I hear him go to the bathroom. And Is I- your light on? Does he know you're awake? Yeah, I think the light was on and I'm okay. going and I'm completely silent. <laughs> it's so absurd. I mean, I <laughs> oh, illustrate this God. to talk about-, talk about being in your head, right? <laughs> I'm- I have this whole thing. I'm role playing this whole thing. I-, I know he's out there and I should go have a... I sh- no, I should but you go- want to see what he does. Yeah, I should go have the conversation, but no. I don't. I'm going to wait. And I'm thinking he's going to knock on the door. He doesn't. And I go, oh, God, what is he thinking? Maybe he's and I hear him. But I go, Oh my God, he's putting them away now. You know, he's putting them away. was he? He was putting him? No, away? not no, it hadn't. So I finally opened the door. And he's actually standing at the at the pile. <laughs> and he looks up at me and I look at him. And something clicks in my brain. My friend had come over earlier that evening. And, uh, and she had met up with me at work. So I hadn't gone home yet. It's sort of sort of she had been in my place and then met me at the at work and she left right well while at work she went it was so cold in your apartment it was so cold no (laughs) and it clicks in my brain i went oh my god (laughs) my friend was cold she went to the linens closet took two blankets out and was using them oh my god exactly and yeah so i i look at him and i go very calmly i said I just realized that uh, my friend used some blankets and I thought that you had put them in my room and I was so angry I pulled the linens out. I am so sorry. You can go to bed. I'm going to put these away. (laughs) And smiled. And he just (laughs) looked at me wide-eyed and then nodded and went back to his room. Oh my God, it's hysterical. (laughs) Hysterical. And And I illustrate this, if anything, to say, you know, we make protection. Yeah, don't jump off the handle. And yo, talk about realizing I had issues around the linens closet, right? Oh my god! And also that I brought this rage from the home, from I mean, sorry, from work, from the job. So anyway, I, I encourage you all to communicate more thoroughly in that way.
0: Definitely, and I do want to say kudos first of all. I think you you do you give yourself a break.
1: This is <laughs> this is a very big. And well, T, I said you must be dealing with stress. Yes, right. If you're triggering that easily,
0: well, of course. And so, just give yourself a break. I I wouldn't, I don't panic that thinking that you're incompatible. I think that's a big assumption or a big jump. So, give, give, definitely give yourself some time to figure this out and just um, be uh, honest with yourself and open and clear and um, and don't. Yeah, I wouldn't let it like a. Let's fester
1: no maybe make a list jot down the little things and then you can have a you know kind of your weekly meeting if you will a check-in of what's working what's not how you guys want to organize things yeah
0: i agree with that we're gonna take a break yeah and when we come back we're going to talk about um the sex issue the sex issue yes his girlfriend is stressed and not having sex and he's going crazy <laughs> how can we
1: help all right you're we'll listening see. to tna talk sex i'm t and i A. write us at the advice show advice at tatalksex.com We're
0: back with TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And this is our advice show for the month. So, okay, question number two. Okay, S writes in. He says, So, I probably will sound like an asshole here. But nevertheless, here goes. My girlfriend and I are in a long-distance relationship. We see each other every other weekend, sometimes every weekend. Recently, she hasn't wanted to have sex. And when we talk about it, she says she's just really stressed at work. I know she's thinking about switching jobs and which direction to take in life, and I am totally supportive of her. But sex is really important to me, and her constant sexual rejection is hard to take. Plus, sex is what helps me feel close and connected to her, and without it, there, I feel more and more distant and that we're falling apart. Is she not into me anymore? Is it me? Is there something I can do to get her back into it? I love her very much and don't want to lose the relationship.
1: Oh sweet, yeah. Uh, a lot there, though. Yeah, a lot came up for me. <sighs> Tell me. Well, eh, um, I kind of agree. I think most of us view relationships as you know, sex is a big part of the glue that keeps you together. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's a good thing or not, uh, I think it is. You mean like
0: a like a necessary thing?
1: I, well, for I you, feel like we get into relationships with the idea that sex is part of it more like i believe in american culture i mean most cultures we're um it's so finding, don't feel that way it's finding a companion who you are having a se- you are getting intimacy and sex from huh yeah so i guess i just i like can... that's part of the deal so that deal's not being met and... yeah yeah so i can see how that would be stressful like i empathize with him really dealing with that um I know that I've felt very stressed when sex wasn't consistent.
0: Okay. Um, Well, I guess I feel okay. So I've, I guess I, I relate, I relate more to her because I've been that girl that's stressed (laughs) out and like no libido. I think I talked about it on on a show this past year. Uh, I think we both have at various points, but um, um, and I've also and if she's switching jobs, like that's a that's a big. That's a big, she switch what did he say? She's switching jobs and deciding on which direction to take in life. That's hugely uprooting, I, you know, depending on what kind of person she is. But, um, but if, but I, I know for me, that would be really, I mean, I'd be facing some insecurity issues, maybe some self-doubt, like, I want to do this, can I do this? Or I, you know, she's are so, she could be so. Yeah, um, you know, people- unsure of herself right now and for, I know that I do not feel sexy. I do not feel strong enough. I and it's also I think like when I'm in that space I need a lot of self-nurturing and I need attention to be on me and I just simply don't have it to give to another person. Um it, it it's a phase that will pass, but um but that's I guess that's how I felt in that situation. So I share that to kind of give you as some maybe some context or insight into what could be happening what sort of what maybe what her experience is
1: um yeah so so maybe he needs to be patient well but but can he support her more actively in coping with that stuff i definitely sort of what flickered in my mind was oh instead of trying to have sex with her give her a massage because she's had a really stressful day and is focused and overwhelmed
0: exactly and i yes good quality because um you know I, it's sort of like navigating your lady and understanding what her needs are at the, at the moment. And the more you're able to step outside of your own self, self-fulfillment, self I guess, like your need of sex and be there for her, like that's what it means. I feel like that is love in action. Yeah. Stepping outside of your own needs and being there for someone else's needs is love. And that's, um, it's also a major turn on. <laughs> um, And it's also, that's like you're being her rock. Yeah, you know? by doing that. She's going to open to you right emotionally, maybe sexually, but I wouldn't push it, you know, or like
1: expect it. Yeah. But do you think there's a timeline? Like if you're doing that, because for how long? Well, but by the way, you know, things I think things take longer. Almost everything takes longer than you think it will. Totally. And so you go, well, I gave her the massages and I was supportive and present. And, you know, that it's been a week. It didn't happen. Didn't <laughs> happen. We don't have a time on this, night. so I don't know. Well, and right. I. Get, but you know, <laughs> are we going on three months? You know, and, okay. and you're well, making if those it is, overtures. If it is, then you need to have a conversation
0: and be like, "Listen, I totally want to be here for you, but I, you know, if you really can't forgotten. hang on, um, and you have to have some sexual gratification, then maybe you have that like conversation about having like a surrogate sex partner yeah. or something, or like or seeing a a, a provider." It um, depends on how invested you are in the relationship and, and like, you no, know. I th-
1: well, the other thing is communicating that you're feeling forgotten. I mean, sometimes even just expressing the emotion can be liberating and make you feel less um, upset about it or frustrated.
0: Okay, well, this brings up something for me is that why are you tying, and I think a lot of male I think a lot of men do this or or maybe just people who are oriented around sex. But if sex is your main connector, I think that's, well, I don't think you really, for me in life, I, like I feel like depending on anything solely is not um, a, a recipe for happiness. Mm-hmm. But um, so if, right, so if you're depending on that sex in order to feel, um, what did you say? You called it scene or... Uh, yeah, well, I said forgotten, forgotten. Okay, the, the so, negative of it, like right, you know, okay,
1: <laughs> being ignored. <laughs> so that's like you feel
0: forgotten. Then, like, is there maybe you're not um, seeing the value in the other things that you have in this relationship? And maybe there's an opportunity for you to transfer some of that, the value from sex, into something else that you guys have, you know, or something else that's, that has that happens to be present in this moment in your lives on this part of the journey of your relationship. No, you're nodding, but I know. I don't nothing's know. coming yeah. out. She's like, <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. I want, I want the D. I want yeah. the D. My <laughs> eyes are glazing over. I don't.
1: What? Well, part I of me that fears. Is great. Yeah, no, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. I've actually worked on that a lot. I think thanks to being friends with you, because I feel like early on, I used to talk on our show a lot about my back knots and things that would form if I went two weeks without sex. Yes. Um, <laughs> which is still true, but I realized, oh, if I get a massage. I don't necessarily need the D, <laughs> although I still like to. Ha- if I still like to have the sex every two weeks at least, and I, I I still do believe physical touch is a big thing, at least for me. And I think mm-hmm. I think it is a big issue with humans in general. But mm-hmm. um, I will sure I'll own that I need more physical touch than seemingly the average person is aware of. Um, so. I think there's also an issue of knowing yourself and knowing your partner. And again, I kind of go, well, for how long? And kind of like my five minutes uh, foreplay that I talked about earlier in this episode. Mm -hmm. um, I do agree that when you are wanting something, turn it into the give. So I want sex from you. okay? but she's not offering that and I'm frustrated. So what could I give her that would make her feel valued instead of um, of forgotten or. No, like you're flipping it. Right. Stop thinking about yourself. You're forgot you. Oh, you're in the corner, of forgotten. Well, what's going to make? How about if I feel forgotten? Maybe she feels forgotten. How do I make her feel seen? Right, exactly. How well I, said. And yeah, and stop focusing on myself. Turn right. the focus like outward. Like, ooh, exactly. This Stepping is an opportunity out. to surprise her with a nice dinner and da, 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 and you're and that's kind of a way of channeling the sexual energy. It is, into and it's also a really creating
0: connection and intimacy, which is yeah. going to sustain you when there isn't sex to provide connection and intimacy.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I yeah. love that. However, <laughs> when that two week clock goes off, two weeks, and I well look, it can be more than two weeks. I'm saying, so I get past that two week hump because I rechannel my energy, okay, and then okay. we come I'm, up on another two weeks and okay. say we're at a month. That's a month. I'm probably going to start having like eye twitches. And, and <laughs> that's I'm, when you reach for my sensual massage videos and you learn how to give an amazing sensual massage. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm also going, okay, are there deeper intimacy problems that maybe she's even running from? And is she communicating openly and honestly with me or is she slowly moving away from this relationship? But here's
0: the fact. Well, a potential fact is that and again, I'm speaking from my own experience, but um, if I'm in those emotional states, sometimes I do drift from my partner. It has nothing to do with them. It has to do with the fact that I'm in a weird place in life and I need to
1: like... You're finding
0: yourself. I, right. I need some space. Like there's that song that I love that's... um, uh, 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 oh, uh, oh my God. Who, who does it? Oh, I love it. It's uh, It's not Jason Mraz.
1: Is it? I love Jason Mraz. It might be. It might be where he's oh, like... Oh yeah, the one when about... You, when the f- when you flight.
0: need to navigate... I'll be there patiently waiting.
1: That's you don't know have to talk about? <laughs> but anyway, but Definitely I love Jason that. Definitely Jason Mraz. No, I know that song. I, I he love has beautiful relationship right.
0: lyrics. Yes, and I love those hey, lyrics. They're hmm. such a panty dropper for me because I'm like, yes, here's a man that understands. It's like <laughs> I constantly need to self navigate, and I just need you to be patient and let me navigate and not be pounding on my door. For like, meh, meh, but I need something, I need something. It's like, well, I need something right now too, Ooh, you know? Well said. So, you know, there's my peace. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, well said. And back to him giving, the way that I was talking about, that might be your best way of... Absolutely. You want sex and that's your number one buzz point? Well, give to her and see how that opens right. her up. Right. Because uh, it yeah. probably will. And what I mean is not, okay, I did it. Are you right. ready? Yeah, right. But... Not because I'm doing, that's having an expectation. Yeah. and
0: That's just basically lip service. Uh huh. It needs exactly. to be genuine, and that means genuinely. I'm listening, and over I heard your what needs. your issue is. Right.
1: I mean, when I think about my ex boyfriend, my long term relationship, I remember the the strongest memories are actually when I was heard, and by that I mean yeah. these little moments. Like I was stressed about my career, and he sat down with me, and we did a, a mapping of the things I needed and where I was going. And like I remember that and yeah. I remember we were having this huge fracture at one point because we were in the open relationship and we thought we were going to end and uh and we had this moment we were in a pool together and he was holding me and he just he was listening. He said I need to know what you're thinking and he was listening to me and I was able to express myself and he was calm and present and so these these and there are other ones too but like these little gem moments where I was genuinely supported Mm -hmm. Right. And we had tons of sex. There's tons of sex and all these (laughs) sexual experiences and there's tons of fights and tons of loving moments. Right. But somehow those were the most valuable.
0: Yeah. And the key to genuine, um, what do you say? Genuine listening and care is is selflessness. Like, you really, you can't be in it for your own need and background.
1: Well, and helping me find solutions. Right. right. That was the most beautiful thing he could offer me in those situations.
0: Right. Exactly. Because that's what you needed. That's.
1: Yeah. You and didn't. then that made me wanna fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> really? It's turned I mean, out know, I mean, totally. Really. Right, like that like I'm in love with you and now I wanna worship you because this you take such saying. good care this of me. This is what
0: remember when we're talking about the guy being the son to the woman's flower and yeah. like like making giving her what she needs to blossom and to open to you? That's exactly what it is. You know, right, but if you come just pounding and saying, "This is what I need. This is what I need,"
1: it's like, yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah, right. Um, it, it needs to be a, a circuit. Well, and I always like to flip the genders as well. I mean, because yes. there are certainly times where men are in difficult positions, but you know what? I think that it's fair to say that gender-wise, the um, talking about American culture, but I do again think in general, just sort of exact, it's more exacerbated <laughs> in other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the You know, women are going to recoil in that way sexually when they don't feel like they're getting what they need. And men are um, not emotionally in their man cave. Yeah, they go into the man cave and they don't ask for what they need. And so they end up kind of um, freezing her out. Right. But I yeah. And sometimes you just
0: they. I need to let them go in their man cave. I've learned that. There's oh. a time to talk, and there's a time where they just need to go to their man cave. There's a time when I need to not be having sex and sort of have my own space, and there's a time when I need to come out and engage. Right, you
1: know? but but isn't there a certain middle ground of communication? Like I guess I mean, I'm to say, like yeah, I I'm like, encouraging both genders. Like if you're the one pulling away because I would say career, communicate like life I, I
0: ask that my partner say like. You know it, like uh, I, All of my partners have had man caves and I'm like Listen I get it I just need you To tell me that that's what's happening and I'm Happy to give you your man cave space But I just don't want to go crazy in my head Making all these presumptions and assumptions of what is Or isn't going on like my guy coming Back from
1: traveling totally, exactly and he, I'm, <laughs> Yeah logically I Get that he's probably overwhelmed and jet Lagged and trying to just keep up with shit But tell me like keep me tell in the loop me. And it's the same thing with her or whatever if,
0: You know if it's like hey babe I just just I love you and I'm this has nothing to do with us I'm just going through shit and so
1: for yeah. D who wrote in yeah about no sorry oh, D sorry. or S S, S is, is this one yeah yeah okay sorry <laughs> uh S writing in you know I think another valuable tool as well and maybe you'll counter this Stephanie uh A is <laughs> is you know if that if your partner is not giving you that right if if he she is in the cave um i think it's fair to say hey i'm i need reassurance that that you're not um out falling out of love with me For or sure, that yeah. you're not into me and yeah and that um that you are just needing some space and yeah. i'm and right now i feel like you're pulling away and maybe you don't love me anymore yeah and that allows that person to go n- you're right. I don't love you. <laughs> or, or, <laughs> well, yes. I have been having some second thoughts. <laughs> right. Or, no, I'm, yeah, I am in, I have been overwhelmed. I'm just overwhelmed. And I'm, and so I need space and, um, and, it, and your patience is appreciated, you know, that kind of yeah, thing. Right. Uh, so, but again, I think it's letting them know that and also show up in ways that you can support them so that, Totally. They don't feel like you're, yeah, just pulling on them. But
0: yeah.
1: Hey, man, relationships ain't easy. So like none of this stuff is easy, you communication. know, communication,
0: but uh, worth it in the end, I yeah. would say.
1: No, it is. And I think sometimes can I, I I struggle with this. It's like formulating the question, right? When you because you'll rant to a friend about the issue you're having in your relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and then uh, and sometimes you don't always have the words when you're talking to your partner. You're like, I don't know what I'm feeling. I'm just frustrated. Blah. And this is a presumably, S is writing us. Also, it's like I don't know. I'm overwhelmed, and I'm not getting what I need from my partner. Ah, uh, chaos. But it's like come back to what's the problem? Maybe even write it down. You know, delineate it, and then and then come to your partner with a chat yeah. About I it. mean,
0: I it's you don't want to approach anything from a real from an emotional state. You want to try to change your state, and you can do that with breath work. You can do it. Go to the gym. You can just time. But um, to take yourself from an emotional state, which is going to make you irrational <laughs> and not be able to put sentences together in a cohesive way.
1: Yeah. Or understand or exactly or what a, you're feeling. Right. Exactly. Like, you're pulling away. I hate you. You know, right. or I'm not getting this need. Right. It's like, OK. So emotions are waves. Freaking out about not getting right the sex you need is probably what I said, which is like, I'm feeling like you don't love me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: okay, so that is that's
1: our advice. That's our advice episode yeah. this month, guys. Thank you all for writing into Ask TNA.
0: Yes, and um, we definitely want you to please write in with your Valentine's stories, your best of, so you can share with the fellow listeners here at yeah. our TNA community, um, because we we want to share them on our February eighth show. So, what's the best? valentine's day experience you've given to someone or uh have received
1: yeah Um, so that everyone gets some juicy ideas um pinata's fair game (laughs) (laughs) uh you can write us at the advice at tatalksex.com uh and that will and we'll pull from there Um, um and so I,
0: I'm, I'm I'm genuinely the this is actually a great topic to talk about the massage videos, because um, I, I talk about that in the series that this is this really is a great tool for men to use with women who aren't in a sexual space. And that happens often, you know, so this can be a great intermediary service or tool that you can uh, have in your repertoire of sexuality um, that can definitely, it creates such a special and unique connection when you're having this moment, uh, when you're having a really artful massage like like I teach you guys how to do in this video series. Um, And it's also rooted in selflessness, which is how to do it without (laughs) coming from this like super aroused, sort of cheesy, um, (laughs) in it for me place. Uh, So I'm going to teach you all of those tricks and this would be great for you. So you can go to central, sorry, you can find them at stephanieallen.com slash massage and you can get in for the early bird special, which is available just for a limited time to you guys here at the podcast and uh, uh, 20. 20% off 20%
1: off yeah cool yeah uh, thank you all for listening to Chain episode it. 130 yes because and sex I, isn't ever just about sex what did I leave out I'm almost out of the country yeah you're leaving us. I'm almost leaving you Who's guys gonna hug me I
0: know but you can catch me on the road so I'll be updating you guys from abroad
1: <laughs> virtual hugs virtual hugs uh that's Thank all you I all. Have. <laughs> uh, you can find us on social media at TA Talk Sex. Uh, we can follow even st- stuff that's happening with Stephanie while she's abroad. Um, you can find us on social media with that. Also, YouTube, our In Bed With series. And uh, again, write us that advice at tatalksex.com with any questions that you would like answered at the end of every month and also the Valentine's Day bit. And uh, you're and listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A.